0: Welcome to the Real Realtime Storytime by Robert R. Ricks. We will get this thing started pretty soon. What I need for you guys right now is just to hold tight. We need to allow people to show up because this show is nothing without the viewers. You see, I require keywords or phrases that you will give me and I will craft a story based off these keywords. I have about two and a half minutes to create the story. And then after I create the story, I have to see if I got all of the keywords in, at least 10 of them. We try to have at least 10 to 14 keywords, and I attempt to get all of them in, but if I can get at least 10, it's a good day. Now I know you guys are gonna have some really crazy ones. Now I do need to warn any new viewers, the existing crew that comes here on a regular basis are filthy, nasty motherfuckers with foul language. Language is going to be a problem. You might want to check out now because these stories, nine times out of ten, are extremely vulgar, sometimes violent, oftentimes very weird, sometimes funny. All right, get this thing started pretty soon. What's up, YouTube, the world, everybody that might be listening, watching, viewing, whatever. Uh, it is the real-time story time. It is I, Robert R. Ricks, and we will be doing this right about now. So hey, what's up to the nut job? Nut job with a machete, Garen Thanalope, what's uppers, what's upper? backwoods, hickalope. Uh, we got Tenchi, Arizona, up in this motherfucker, and we got Lurilope. hello, hello. Hello. And I'm getting my my little book ready here for us to jot down our keywords. So what we do um, once a week about this time is we come together and we basically do uh, uh, a story. But the story is a little bit different. You guys basically, uh, the folks that are sitting here, uh, hey, what's up, Paula? Basically give me some keywords and some phrases. And then I have a couple of minutes to try to put together a loose uh, story. And after... um, I have that time I go ahead and start telling the story and as the story progresses um, you know uh, let's see if I've got it right here this will pop up and you folks on the podcast won't see this so you're just gonna have to remember the uh, keywords used during the uh, episode and uh, I'll remind you guys as we get going along here and then at the very end of the story there is a recap and that is that so um, what will happen now is i will open it up and ask for some keywords and phrases and we'll try to get about ten of them um if we get a little bit more than that fine uh we're a little bit light today uh and that's because the last couple of weeks um i've been uh not able to do the show so i think some folks uh out of sight out of mind type of thing so we're missing uh vixen we're mixing uh yak we're missing uh magic and a few other folks that sometimes uh make an appearance on the show so what we're going to do right now is um you guys can go ahead and start um throwing we out the words now And while these keywords are being provided to me, I do also want to point out that one of the real time story times that we've done in the past, Harry's Situation, is now available. Uh, you can ignore that graphic right there that says coming soon. So it is actually available right now. Um, you can find the links to that if you go to therealtimestorytime.com. Uh, and that was actually a fun thing because every so often, what I'll do is I will take an episode that I think was actually very strong and fun and then I will rewrite it and after I rewrite it basically at that point there will be one so let's see hammock okay and stink rocket oh my god okie dokie alright let's start writing some of these down here so we got pink pocket pink pocket and stink rocket Jesus stink rocket hmm hammock Broken rib coughing fit challenge? I don't think that necessarily makes a whole lot of sense, but, but I think broken rib coughing fit actually uh, it could work. Uh, let's see, Bacardi 151. Bacardi. 151, Dale Earnhardt, Senior, Radio Conspiracy, Radio Conspiracy, did uh, did Lira throw anything out? I don't see anything yet. So I still need about um, three. So if you guys would be so kind as to throw out just a couple more. And I'll wait for um, Lear to throw hers out. Uh, And what I'll do actually on yours, um, Garen, is I'm going to break yours into two pieces. So Broken Rib, Coughing Fit, and Challenge. Uh, Challenge is going to be... Its own word. Um, oh my God! Really, chronic yeast infection. <sighs> chronic yeast infection. Yeast infection. All right. So I just get a couple more here. Um,
1: literally said I
0: can't think of any right now. Okay, machete. All right, I got machete. Machete, pink pocket and stink rocket, hammock, broken rib, coughing fit, Bacardi one fifty one, Dale Earnhardt Sr. radio conspiracy challenge, chronic yeast infection and machete. Um. That is to do something physical after a coughing fit with a broken rib yeah but it's it's difficult to put into a sentence right so you know broken rib coughing fit challenge is it's it's, it's unworthy it's it's too difficult to try to fit into something that isn't just gonna be a cheat so I'm gonna break it I uh, got my word in time to sleep and listen first thing okay Tenchi, later bro um Plus, if I don't have challenge as a separate word, then I need two more words. So, uh, tornado. Okay. Tornado. Okay. That's good. All right. So that gives us 10. That's it. We're going to stop there. Um, so pink pocket, you know, that one. Uh, that's backwards. Hickalope. Hammock is from nut job. Broken rib. Coughing fit is going to be Garen. Uh, Bacardi is Paula. Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt It's Paula. Radio Conspiracies is Challenge is Garen. Chronic Yeast Infection, I believe that was also backwards. Let's see. Chronic, 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 chronic. chronic. Yeah, that's backwards. And then Machete was from the Job with Machete. And then Tornado is from Lyra. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. So we've got our words. Put my book here so I could see it. Now I need to figure out. So let me back this up here. Let's go in here. And we will just pick this music. And then I will. Oh, wait. Nope, not that music. Yeah, that's fine. We'll use this one. Okay, so now I gotta figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do with this. What the hell kind of story is this gonna be? Okay. Submit the words now. now, now, now. I meant to turn off that button. Sorry, guys. A little rusty here. All right, so I think I am ready now. Um, this was a little bit on the tough side just because uh, there wasn't anything that really jumped right out at me. Um, but, that being said, I think I still uh, have an idea... For a story, I think I have one. I think I have one. Uh, I could add in black rifle coffee, no problem. So I'll add that word in there, too, those in there too. Black rifle, black rifle coffee. I'll add that in there. Black rifle coffee, Paula. Okay Alrighty Honky donkeys. so Again everybody the words are Pink Pocket and Stink Rocket Hammock Broken Rib Coughing Fit Bacardi 151 Dale Earnhardt Sr. Radio Conspiracy Challenge Chronic Yeast Infection machete, tornado, and black rifle coffee. So that's what we're going to use for the words. Every time I use the words, if I can remember, I will pop this puppy right here like this. And you guys that are watching will see it. The folks that are listening on a podcast, mm, you won't. You won't know. Just remember those words, okay? Pink pocket, sink rocket, and stink rocket, Uh, hammock, Broken Rib Coughing Fit, Bacardi 151, Dale Earnhardt Senior, Radio Conspiracy Challenge, Chronic Yeast Infection, Machete, Tornado, and Black Rifle Coffee. Okay, let me uh, drink some of this water real quick. All right, let's get the story started. And let's see how to start this out. Eh. Okay. The wind had picked up. Not terribly. Not too strong. But there was a scent of ozone in the air. The weatherman had reported that the storms were going to be coming in hard and heavy. But looking at the sky, you really couldn't tell. There were some dense, dark clouds off on the horizon. But nothing that seemed ominous nothing that foretold of any kind of apocalyptic style storm systems I sat there sipping my black rifle coffee enjoying the strong flavor of it I wasn't one of those pussies that threw a lot of cream and sugar and stuff in just black nice black strong coffee just the way coffee is meant to be I was lounging around just swaying gently with the inside of my hammock, just enjoying myself. Suddenly, the phone from inside the house rang. I debated, considered letting it just ring and ring and ring and go to the machine, but I figured it might be my son, and I hadn't heard from him in a while, and I liked talking with him. So I got up slowly. My bones creaked, ached, I noticed my knees and my elbows ached more, more than normal. Hmm, maybe there is a fucking storm coming. I walked into the house, caught the phone on the last ring before it would have went to the machine with a grumpy, Yeah! It was indeed my son. There was panic in his voice. Dad, what are you still doing there? What are you talking about? There is a fucking huge storm system developing and there's reports that there could be possible possible tornadoes. Uh, a tornado? Fuck, I ain't afraid of no goddamn tornado. If anyone, If anyone does come, I'll just go down in the cellar, you know. This ain't nothing new. Seriously, Dad. The storms lately have been different. You need to get out of there. Why don't you pack up some stuff and come stay with me and Maggie? Nah... I'm going to sit right here. Besides, you guys don't have anything good to drink there anyway. Dad, you're so fucking stubborn. Will you just listen to me? Just once? Nah, I don't think I will. If the time comes, time comes. A man has to live his own life. You should know that, son. Anything else you want to talk about? <sighs> Are you serious, Dad? Maybe you want to talk about... uh You and the wife? I looked on that there Facebook thing and I saw you guys have a... What is that? What was that thing said? Relationship is complicated? You know, I might be old as shit, but I can kind of see problems when problems are at. So why don't you uh, talk to your old man? Sure. Sure, Dad. Why don't you pack your shit up, come over, and we can, uh, you know, I'll go pick up a bottle and uh, we can talk about it. How's that sound, Dad? No, 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 no. How about you come over here, son? Dad, I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation. I'm trying, Dad. I really am. I got enough of my own shit going on. I don't need this. Well, how do you business with you and your wife? Your daddy's okay. I love you, boy. And I hung the phone up. He tried again right away. I let that go to the machine. And I turned the machine down so I couldn't hear his bullshit. I walked back outside, looked up at the sky, marveled. It was getting darker, amazingly, quickly. The hairs on the back of my neck stood. I felt a little twinge of fear, perhaps my son, no, fuck that. I'm not leaving my house, ain't no fucking way. If it is, it is. Fuck it. But I did decide to be on the safe side. I walked around the house, gathered up some provisions, put them down inside the of the cellar, made sure everything was nice and locked up tight. Down in the cellar, I saw I had a couple of good bottles of Bacardi 150, 150, 151 sitting down there in the ready, just in case, because you never knew. And I had some food storage down there, a few other things. This wasn't my first rodeo, would not be my last. I was pretty sure of that. I went back upstairs, jumped on the laptop, opened it up, started reading. Saw my son had changed his relationship status back to married. Chuckled to myself. <clears> hmm <throat> Boy, didn't think I was smart enough to see what was going on, huh? And then I saw a couple other posts from some friends I hadn't talked to in a while. And I had a feeling, perhaps, maybe I should reach out. Hmm, fine. So I picked up the phone, dialed a friend I hadn't spoken to in at least ten years. It rang and rang and rang. I got his voicemail. I hung up. I called it back. It rang. It rang. It rang. It went to voicemail. I hung up. I called one more time. It rang. I heard it pick up. What the fuck? Who the fuck is this? Bill. Tim? Yep. Holy shit, man. It's been a minute. Yep. Everything okay? Eh, I guess shits shit same shit different day I just had a wild hair up my ass to reach out and call old buddy oh shit man fuck yeah you're I'm man I'm sorry I fucking snapped I didn't recognize the number yeah I never I never called from home I always used a, a cell phone but you know ever since yeah I meant to come by after the funeral but You know, life. Yeah, I know. I get it. Listen, uh, my son's all freaked out. Thinks there's a big tornado or some shit barreling down on me. And, you know, just in case. I figured I'd call some people and let them know I care about them. Think about them from time to time. Well, Tim, shit, man. I I appreciate that. So, how you been? (laughs) You know, it's... Your timing's pretty fucking funny. I hope you're ready for a laugh. Yeah, I love a laugh. What you got? Did you know that a man can get a yeast infection? I paused. Pardon? Say that one more time. I said, did you know that a man can get a yeast infection? I scratched my head. Nah, no. I had never heard of a man getting a yeast infection before. Well... If you get done doing with the nasty with a girl and she's got some chronic yeast infections going on, you can get yourself a yeast infection. No shit. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, boy, oh boy, ain't no itch like that. I promise you. Oh shit, are you okay? Yeah, I got some of that there medicine. You know, it's got my junk lathered up with it and it, it actually works. It's helping out pretty good. I chuckled. That was fucking funny. We laughed. We laughed for a good three fucking minutes at that. He he finally paused. You been listening to the fucking radio? Yeah, I've been listening to it. You been hearing those numbers? Yeah, I've heard the numbers. You heard the messages too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you didn't think to uh, do anything with them? Mm Mm-mm, I'm out that game. I don't do that shit anymore you sure man uh, there's some people claiming these are some big deal situations brewing up here there's definitely a storm brewing yeah I'm out of that game I don't do that shit anymore you know why he paused they all knew why it was a sore subject yeah man yeah we get it you talk to uh, Jeff Uh yeah, he's on my list I mean to call him and a couple of the other guys. Okay, well, shit. Reach out to them and then you know, call me back. Let me know everything's okay. Will do. I hung my I hung the phone up. I had to fish to find Jeff's number. I hadn't called him on a landline in decades. Found his number. Called it. Number was disconnected. Fuck. That's okay. So I reached out. Called Paul. Paul was next on my list. I had his number memorized. He was a number I called frequently. It rang once and he picked up. Yeah. Hey. Hey. How are you? Eh. My son thinks there's a tornado gonna fuck me up, but other than that, pretty good. Have some good coffee going here. I was hanging out on a hammock, enjoying myself, and uh, had a feeling. I just Felt like uh, reaching out to the guys. Well, shit, man. Glad you called. So, uh, you've been listening to the radio? Fuck. What is it with you guys and the fucking radio? It's like a fucking radio conspiracy. You guys just keep going on and on about the fucking radio. Dude, the numbers. Yeah, 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 the fucking numbers. I know, I know, I know. I, I, my radio works. It works. Okay. So what are you going to do about it? not a goddamn thing. I'm out of that shit. You know I don't do that shit anymore. Well, I'm just saying. Somebody's gotta do it. Fine. You do it. I'm not doing it anymore. You know I can't. Scratched my head. That was true. He didn't know how to actually do the codes. Well, somebody should be doing it. Yeah. But the radio keeps looping. That tells me somebody... Excuse me. Somebody's not doing it. <sighs> you know, there was a time this would be exciting as hell for me. But now is not that time. I get it. I get it. But you really should check the radio out. If you do have a storm coming, a tornado, you said? Yeah. All your gear is down in the cellar anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What would it hurt? <sighs> Maybe you got a point. Fine. I'll go check it out. I'll decode it. And then I'll send out comms if anything important happens. All right, man. Be safe. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I hung the phone up. Fucking radio. Goddamn radio. <sighs> I gathered a few more gear. Bits of gear. And then thought about it grabbed all of the solar gear that had been sitting, collecting sunlight for months and months and months, and I knew they'd be fully charged. I brought that down as well. In the time it took to do all of that, the sky had become ominously dark. The wind had pronouncedly picked up. It was howling. Shit. This is looking bad. The rain slapped me. It didn't pelt me. The raindrops felt like slaps. Little, tiny, thumb-sized slaps. I got everything downstairs into the cellar, closed a huge door behind me, stepped to the keypad, put my coat in, and then a large metal slab slid down, reinforcing the door. This was not your typical tornado shelter slash bomb shelter slash prepper hideaway. No, this was top-notch, this was expensive, and this was all government. I went down to the radio. It had power. I turned the volume up, and I could hear the numbers, and I wrote them down, and then I waited, and then I heard the beginning part again. Pink pocket and stink rocket. I repeat, pink pocket and stink rocket. Third repeat, pink pocket and stink rocket. Fuck, it repeated three times. Shit, that wasn't good. Then I heard the codes. I wrote them from front to back. I pulled out a binder I had. This was a special binder. It was sealed. Normally you wouldn't have to open these. But the fact that the passcode had been uttered three times and the frequency which it had been uttered convinced me that this was indeed actual. I opened the binder, peeled it out of the waterproof binder, opened it up, flipped it to the page that was pink. Inside of the pink, there was a pocket. I opened the pocket. There was a uh, thumb drive inside of it. I took it over to a special laptop that I had, powered it on. It had a simple prompt. I put a password in it. It waited. I inserted the thumb drive, and when a thumb drive was mounted, it asked me for a password. I put the password "stink rocket" in. A folder opened up, and inside of the folder, there was a couple of other codes. I took those codes, transcribed, wrote them down. Then I went over to a second binder. This one wasn't sealed. It was just a standard binder that sat on the desk. And I took the first set of numbers and I went along the top until I found the, the cipher key. Found the cipher key, went back to the other numbers, started to plot those numbers in on a special notebook I had that was gridded. As I put the code inside of that, I walked back over to the laptop, and there was a prompt. At the prompt, I put in message, that's all I had to type, message, M-E-S-S-A-G-E. As it waited, it prompted me for codes, and I began to take the things that were inside of the grid, and I put them in. I waited. It took longer than it normally did typically when we had the radio communications and I put these codes in I would get a thing back that said this is a test thank you for participating in the test I didn't have that this time I didn't have any such thing to calm my nerves it was about this time that I heard a groaning above me even through the thick four feet concrete slab above my head I could hear noise from above me. Oh my god. What kind of a fucking tornado would do this? So I waited. Bits of the message came back. Now that was different. Normally you'd get a full message. This one, something was interfering with the data flow. My heart sunk a little. What could cause an interruption in the data flow? Hmm. I took a deep breath, figured it must be the storm raging above me. I walked over to the bottle of Bacardi 151, opened it, took a swig from the bottle. I figured, fuck it. A cup was not necessary for this situation. Things had obviously become a serious shit show above me, and this, I felt warranted immediately numbing of my mind so I hit that bottle once twice three times capped it went back sat at the machine and hit the submission again this time it went fast and it came back fast and my voice and my heart and my wind in my lungs everything froze Oh shit. I had to get upstairs. I had to get to an actual landline. The retarded thing about my setup in the basement was there was no outside phone lines. I always wondered why they felt that was an important, you know, piece inside of this setup. But I knew everything above me was howling. Luckily, In the main floor there was a safe room and in that safe room there was indeed a landline a special landline I went ahead and went to the radio I hit the red button it was a button I had prayed I'd never ever would have to hit pressing that red button would send out a different set of codes different set of directives one I knew I would never ever ever be able to call back and one I also knew meant for the most part the end of America but I pressed it because it was necessary I turned then went back to the keypad pushed in a couple of codes felt the metal grinding sliding back it resisted as if something heavy or something had penetrated down below and was blocking its progression. It opened enough though for me to get out. I pushed, I pushed, the door wouldn't open. I pushed again and suddenly it flung open and I went flying. I felt myself slamming up around and down. My ribs slammed against the handles on the door and I knew, I knew I had broken my ribs. It wasn't the first time i had had my ribs broken, but it was the first time that some, some strong wind was enough to not only catch the door, but propel the door with enough force to, to pull me out, slam me on top of it. I groaned. I looked up at the sky. It was a maelstrom. It was chaos. It was something I had never seen before. The sky was almost pitch black. But there were bits of light. There were things moving around inside of... Holy shit. I was inside of it. It was the biggest tornado I'd ever seen in my entire life. Holy fuck. I looked at my house. It was still somewhat standing. It had quite a bit of rubble, but the structure was still there. I went through the front door, which was gone. Made the quick right. The room still stood, which wasn't surprising that was also a metal and concrete structure I got in closed that door latched it went to the phone lifted it hoping there was a dial tone the dial tone rang I mean a dial tone was there fuck who to call first fuck it I called my son I called it rang once he picked up dad have you seen the news I don't need to I already know son what are you and your wife doing She left me, Dad. It's just me here in the house right now. Okay. You know your aunt? Yeah. Get to her house. Right now. She's got a shelter. Special. Like mine. She's closest to you. Go now. The phone went dead. I called my next call. Called Paul. Rang once. Fucking Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Yeah. You actually had to press the red button? Yeah. My son said something about the news? <sighs> you know what? I can't get nothing. I'm I'm fucking down. I'm down hard. It's amazing I'm able to get this fucking phone call, but again, we got hardened lines. Yeah. I suspect most people don't. What do I do? What you're fucking trained for. What are you going to do? Probably die. Why? Eh, uh, I fucked myself up. Getting to this fucking phone to make sure I called everybody. Shit. How bad you hurt? I'm coughing blood. I could feel it. I'm shattered something bad. And at my age, that ain't good. Okay. Well, it's done is done. You pushed a button. Yeah, I did. I got the message, though. And the message was crystal fucking clear. What was the message? Slipstream red. Are you kidding me? Nope. That's the actual message, slipstream red? Yes. You got any weapons around your place? Um I've got the rifle, I've got the pistol, got a machete. A few knives. Okay. Well, it's been fun, old friend. I wish you the best. Yeah. You too. I didn't want to hang up. I wanted to keep talking to him. I was very scared. I called. I called Bill. Bill picked up. He was crying. I said, are you alright? He goes, I'm glad I grabbed two tubes of this shit. I don't think the stores are going to have anything after this. I don't suppose they will. It's been good knowing you. You two. What are you going to do? I have one more phone call to make. Oh, you're calling him. You got somebody else I should call? No. All right. It's been fun. I hung the phone up. I went to the desk. There was a yellow envelope, it was sealed. It had been sitting on my desk for a better part of 20 years. Never opened. I flipped it. Tore it open. Pulled out a plain piece of paper with a phone number on it. I dialed the number. It rang three times. And then I heard his voice. Bishop here. Yeah. This is Tim. Yes. I saw the... saw the message go out. Why are you calling me? I need extraction for my son and my sister. You know their address. Not possible. The fuck it's not. You owe me. He paused. He sighed. I suppose I do owe you. After this, we're done. After this, I'm fucking dead. I don't care. But you will take care of my son. And you will take care of my sister. What about his wife? I don't give a fuck about her. They're not together. Take care of my son. Take care of my sister. Understood? Yeah. Hung the phone up. I felt better. I felt good. I knew getting back down to the basement, to the cellar, was going to be a challenge because the ribs the storm i could hear the wind picking up i had one chance one chance to get down there i sprinted eh, okay maybe that's a little bit of an embellishment i moved as quickly as i could i got out the front door i got to the entrance of my shelter, I fought against the wind, which had rained down so much debris. I could feel things hard. I could feel things actually penetrating my skin, slapping the back of my head, hitting me hard enough to cause little micro flashes of impact. I was being dazed. It was the force of will. I pushed. I pushed. I pulled I got to the center I got to the door I got in I tried to close the door it would not move fuck it got to the keypad put the code in hit the override pulled on a lever the door closed more but not quite enough to seal it good enough I fell back racked with a fucking series of horrible Horrible coughing fits. The broken ribs were going to be a problem. I knew that. And let me tell you, if you've never had a coughing fit that hits you while you have broken ribs, it is the most uncomfortable experience. Maybe scratch that. Maybe second most uncomfortable experience that I could think of after talking, um, talking with uh, Bill about his yeast infection but broken rib coughing fits are not fun and the broken rib coughing fit that I was having at that moment was causing me to kick up and spit up a lot of blood too much blood my breathing was labored and I could hear a wet raspy sound with each breath I knew I had seen it before but I had never quite experienced it myself but I knew I was in bad shape so I sat and I listened to the wailing the wind above me and I took another drink of the Bacardi 151 and I chuckled to myself I knew my son would be okay and I knew my sister at least would be okay that was better than the fate that was to befall the rest of the people in the world you see this wasn't just going to be a situation that affected America this was a situation that was going to affect the entire planet so I sat there drinking and I looked to my left and I chuckled as I saw an autographed picture of Dale Earnhardt Senior and I thought to myself what a shame I won't ever be able to watch one of those races again. And I thought to all the different things that I'd never see again. And I wondered. What would happen next? And it was at that moment. The wind stopped. There was no howling anymore. I blacked out. Everything was a million miles away. Time had passed. Not sure how much time. I stood up and I felt my ribs and I hurt and I walked over to the entrance and I peered through it and I saw sunshine. I nodded. I put the coat again. The door opened just enough. I walked outside and I looked around for my hammock which had blown away. The trees that it had been attached to had fucking blown away. My house, for the most part, was in rubble except for the one room that stood there. I stood there, staring, surveying the wreckage, holding one of my bottles of Bacardi 155, 151. And I nodded, and I waited, and I looked up at the sky, and then I saw it. Off on the horizon, another shadow was there this was not a natural shadow this was a shadow that was basically rounded and it covered the entire horizon and it was moving slowly and after about three minutes I could see its full shape and I knew it for what it was and I sipped again and I chuckled an hour later It was directly over me, and there was no way I could see anything above it. And it cast such a shadow, kind of reminding me of an eclipse, that I knew nothing was going to ever be the same. And I waited. And just like that, I saw streaks going to the sky towards it. And I held my breath and waited and I saw multiple impacts hit its outer shell and for a moment it seemed like it had no effect and I shook my head thinking well I guess the world was not able to fight off the attackers and then miraculously more explosions racked its surface and then it started to fall And I smiled as I watched it get closer and closer and closer, and one more swig, and then sweet oblivion. Okay, that's it. That's the story. Uh, We had Pink Pocket and Stink Rocket, Hammock, Broken Rib Coughing Fit, Bacardi 151, Dale Earnhardt Sr., Radio conspiracy challenge, chronic yeast infection, machete, tornado, and black rifle coffee. So this was basically a story of a guy who was uh, somewhat retired from, um, you know, the uh, radio ops game, um, uh, and something had caused a breakdown. And probably because he was retired and wasn't actually active, uh, so the alien scouts had taken out most of the. Uh, the core communication stuff but he was able to get out the the last second um launch code type stuff and uh you know basically all while a fucking storm was happening and that storm for the most part was because these ships were so fucking huge they were causing uh, disturbances in the environment so that is that um i think it was a just a fun little story Um, there's also a story of, a a man who kind of was just, I guess he was just okay with the concept of, um, you know, he had lived his life, sacrificed for his country, and lost his wife and a bunch of other stuff, and, um, you know, was bitter about it, and got out of the game, but they kept pulling his ass back in and this was the last time he got pulled back in. So, you know, heroic even though he really didn't want to be heroic. <laughs> so, uh those are the kind of stories that I like and everything else. But that is going to be it. Um I'm not quite sure what I'm going to call the story yet. Um but definitely something with radio. Um and it was it was kind of funny because I wasn't sure how I was going to use the pink pocket and stink rocket because Uh, That plus the chronic yeast infection, um, you know, those could have went really kind of a nasty story, and I really wasn't in the mood to do one of those. So instead, I used those as really, really, really craziest, ambiguous um, ciphers for a a system and everything. Um, And I'm sure they probably have things that are uh, a lot more elaborate. Oh, yeah. So each of the other sub-characters and stuff like that, like, they, they all have, like, you could tell... there's (laughs) there's history with them the little banter between them and some of the inside jokes that they alluded to and stuff you know it's like i always enjoy when i listen to really really old friends that are grizzled but have lived interesting lives kind of get together and they they have those short sentences where they they communicate so effectively with the shortest amount of words and stuff so i i always think that's always kind of a fun thing to to try to put in there and make a make a little bit interesting. So anyway, that's uh, that's it. That's going to be the story for now. Again, I just want to remind people that uh, one of the real time story times that we did oh back in oh Jesus Christ May I think uh, Harry situation uh, that was turned into a full up story story. There was an audiobook, free audio book. You can listen to those uh, on the podcast as well as listen to it on realtimestorytime.com. And there is actually print version of uh, Harry situation. Uh, that's available now. So that's a novella. Uh, all that information on that good stuff is at realtimestorytime.com, and that's going to be it for now. So I really hope you guys uh, enjoy the story. This is my first one. I apologize. Last couple uh, episodes, I just had to take a break. I had some things going on. I had a really, really crazy migraine last week that there's just no way I was going to be able to tell a story. No way to be creative and think when your head feels like You know you've got a midget with a mallet inside of your skull that's kind of bashing around kind of all crazy but um you know i felt a lot better today so it was good to get back in here Uh, a little bit rusty but you know we'll get it back into the swing of things and uh, go from there all right guys that's going to be it right now um i really 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 appreciate you guys spending your sundays coming in collaborating with me coming up with these uh these words and things like that to um kind of give me a good challenge and this one was a pretty good challenge um the um the uh, sentence that i had put in here was uh suicidal man um warned to leave uh timothy john uh was was names i had written in here so that was pretty much it i didn't have uh a whole lot for it but um as i started to have him sitting on the hammock um, and stuff like that and um, thinking about his son calling him and stuff that's when things started to really uh, get going with a creative slant and a, a kind of a mysterious uh, backstory and some other stuff. So I thought it was kind of fun. It was it's a little different than stuff I normally do and I might do more stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, there's some I've been itching to do some thrillers, been itching to do some um, mysteries and things like that. Uh, so we'll see. But anyway, that's it for now, guys. I really, really, really do appreciate you guys coming. And if you like this, uh, you know, make sure to let people know. Share it. Thumbs up. All that jazz. And uh, I will be putting this out in the podcast. It will be out tonight. Um, So if you guys see it and you share it, you know, I I appreciate the hell out of it. And I will see you guys um, next week. So that's going to be it for now. All right, guys.